So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's going on, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And man, I am uh, just really, really excited for the Christmas season. I don't know about you guys, uh, but for me, I think Christmas is a wonderful time of the year. Uh, I do also want to be sensitive because I know that Christmas is not a great time for everybody. I know this can be uh, often a difficult season. Um, and I know that sometimes, you know, Christmas is just not all it's cracked up to be for some people. And so um, so I want to be sensitive to that. You know, whether or not you are excited about Christmas, I hope that you're at least thankful for all that's happened this year. And that's something I've been doing quite a bit this month is really just taking time to reflect on what happened. Because 2022 was a banner year for my wife and I. We, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of just remarkable just to see how much happened in our lives in a relatively short span of time. And um, it doesn't have to have been a banner year. Uh, you know, we've had plenty of years where we look back and we're like, whew, we, uh, we barely scraped by, but we made it. And that's the point, guys. That's, that's, what I, that's what I hope you'll do is take some time before this year's over, reflect on uh, the good things that have happened, and I hope it whets your appetite or gets you a little bit excited for what might lie ahead in 2023. We're going to be doing some more content on that to help you uh, with this stuff anyways in the future, but uh, it was top of mind and I wanted to quickly mention it. Uh, maybe it's possible that in your development, uh, maybe in your business growth, Maybe in your listening to this podcast, you have heard somebody say that how you do one thing is how you do everything. And there is, there's a lot of people who actually like trumpet this message from the rooftops and I have taken issue with it. And that's kind of what today's episode is about. So the, the context of this is typically uh, people doing their work, right? So like where I've heard this the most is with business coaches and business gurus. And what they're saying is, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you're not willing to, you know, put in the work to do XYZ, XYZ strategy system, whatever it might be, just remember how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you're willing to cut corners here, you're going to cut corners everywhere. That's sort of like some of the implications of this statement, right? It's like, look, you do this thing to the best of your abilities, you do it with excellence, because how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I love the notion of like, we want to be consistent people in our character. We want to be consistent in the way we express ourselves. We want to be consistent in the way that we're showing up, uh, you know, in, in a business environment, it's for our clients, for the podcast, you know, for me, it's for you guys as listeners, uh, whatever it might be, we, we do want to make sure that there's consistency. But I want to be really, really clear. How you do one thing is not how you do everything. It, it just simply does not work this way. I've used this example before. I want to use it again. In very primitive neuroscience, there's a, uh, the mid part of your brain is where all of the reward and all of the pain centers are located. And if you were to kind of just look at this primitively, and we actually talked about this even in our course, 
the brain is ultimately driven by one or the other. It is either the avoidance of pain or the pursuit of pleasure. Those are the two greatest motivators. They are the two primary motivators. And so we we could in some ways distill this down to like, was I was I chasing um, a, a pleasure in this moment or was I avoiding pain? And it's interesting because uh, with porn addiction, right, most people would say, oh, I was pursuing pleasure because porn is so pleasurable. No, most of the time you're actually avoiding pain. But if you get a little bit deeper into sort of the neuroscience and the psychology with how we experience pain and pleasure, what we find is they're not actually opposites. Um, that kind of at a at a first fundamental level, sure, they're two separate concepts. But then the more deeply you pursue this subject, you realize that there's the pain of pleasure and there's pleasure in pain. It's very strange. It's very bizarre. And, and it's incredibly complicated. And I kind of feel that way about this concept of how you do one thing is not how you do everything. But it is true. There, there is some truth. Like at a fundamental level, you know, the character speaks volumes, right? And we do, we take the same person that we are into every single situation that we have in our life. So how you do one thing is how you do everything in that regard. But to to slap on some neuroscience, uh, Dr. Andrew Huberman talks about how the prefrontal cortex operates by a set of rules. There are a set of rules that tell us what we can and cannot do, what we should and should not do, that direct our focus, that direct our decisions, and channel our energies, okay? And that set of rules can, uh, number one, it can change, which is a beautiful thing. Um, That alone should tell you it's not as simple as just saying, oh, how you do one thing is how you do everything because... Uh, the rules can change, but more specifically, more importantly, the rules that the prefrontal cortex applies to any given situation differ based on past experiences, based on past successes and past failures, right? Memory plays into that, uh, based on perceptions, based on the environment uh, physically, but maybe relationally as well, who's present, who's not present. All these things matter. Let me give you like a really, really basic example. Um, maybe when you were growing up, your parents had certain company over where they gave you the instruction to be on your best behavior. What they're asking for you is to operate by a different set of rules than what you typically would abide by. Hey, I know that normally we just eat with our hands. This would be like us, uh, you know, cause we're Indian, right? So, Hey, I know normally you typically eat with your hands, but you know, we have Canadian guests coming over. Uh, they don't really do that. And so we're going to eat with a fork and knife tonight new set of rules based on the conditions. Well, if how you do one thing is how you do everything, it's like, no, 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 like I'm Indian. This is this is who I am. This is my identity. I'm not wavering in that, right? But of course, we can, under, we can appreciate, like, yeah, there's some flexibility here. And that flexibility, that psychological flexibility is what basically violates this concept. How you do one thing is not how you do everything because the flexibility gives rise to different sets of rules that apply based on the situations and the conditions that we find ourselves in. And what I've seen is a lot of people beating themselves up because it's like, oh, I had a shortcoming or I had a failure in this area of my life. And I know that how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if I'm messing up here, then I'm going to mess up in X, Y, Z. And it's like, bro, no, that is not how this works. Not even close. Sure. At a fundamental level, we want to be the same person in as many different environments as possible. We want to be consistent, reliable, trustworthy people at a character level. Definitely agree with that. 
But make no mistake, there, there's more nuances and intricacies to the human experience than that. How you do one thing is not how you do everything because we abide by different sets of rules depending on the situations we find ourselves in. Now, to drive this home, okay, if you're in recovery, and maybe you're finding that you are you are having a hard time really, like at least where we see this manifest is people are really critical of their character. So you, maybe you're having a, a really hard time just accepting your character and saying, oh man, you know, I, I'm better than this and and da 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 da. And, um, you know, you can feel the incongruence with like, man, if I was really the person that I thought I was, I wouldn't be having these relapses. I want to encourage you to change your outlook. See, that's the problem with, with little catchy sayings like this is is that sometimes they actually make us more critical. They they cause us to condemn ourselves more and it leaves us in a worse position than when we first started. And so they, you know, they end up becoming counterproductive as a result. What I want to encourage you to do is rather than the like, okay, well, uh, this sucks because how I do one thing is how I do everything and I did this poorly and da-da-da. Um, I also don't want you to, I don't want you to get too far on the bandwagon of, well, how I do one thing is not how I do everything, you know, depends on the situation and da, 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 I just had a, a difficult day today and that's why I messed up. And so, you know, it's not like how I do one thing is how I did everything because there's circumstances here. No, no. What I actually want you to do is what I want, what I want you to remind yourself is that your character is a byproduct of identity, not behavior. Remember that who you are, that's where this starts. And the problem with this saying that I have in, in particular is that people are deriving identities or they're, they're reaching conclusions about their character based on their behavior. It's the other way around. Your identity gives rise to your character. I would consider myself a person of relatively high integrity, but I can assure you I'm not perfect. It doesn't change the fact that I'm a person of integrity. I'm just working some details out still. Does that make sense? Guys, we, we, we want to be kind to ourselves. So what I want to encourage you is, is to exit this debate, exit this conversation of how the way you do things is related to your character and you know whether, whether or not what, the way you do one thing is how you do everything or whatever. What I want you to do is I want you to instead, let's, let's ask ourselves, who am I? One question that I've been, I've been, or a practice I've been doing lately is just saying, God, how do you see me? You know, just trying to remind myself of how God sees me, because that actually matters way more. And if I can get clear on how God sees me, man, then the character will start to form. And then the behaviors will start to follow. And we've been talking about this quite a bit. You know, we had a great, great interview with uh, Manny Arango, and um, and he talked quite a bit about this. And you're going to see a couple, couple of the people we have up, up in the days ahead, they'll be talking about this as well. But I wanted to, um, I just, I wanted to get that across uh, which is that we don't get too caught up in some of these sayings. Focus instead on the person you are and the person you're becoming. And some of these other things will look after themselves. Uh, the second thing I hope you guys get from this is, is that we, we have to be really careful with catchy sayings because sometimes there's truth embedded in them, but the way they're presented or, or uh, lack thereof doesn't actually give us a good comprehensive understanding of the concept in a way that's actually useful and beneficial for our lives. So I just wanted to make you guys aware of that. And uh, and I hope you find that helpful. As always, if you have questions, you can write us in. And if you are struggling with porn addiction and you need some help, uh, you know that you need to further your recovery. You know that uh, you need to work on this identity thing we've been talking about and really seeing yourself the way God sees you. Then I want you to get your copy of, uh, get a copy rather, 
of my book, The Last Relapse. Uh, this is our blueprint for recovery. We have uh, given this to thousands of people now because it's available for free at thelastrelapsebook.com. And that'll be an excellent place for you to get started. And if you want to work with our team, there's some information in there about how you can do that as well, because that might be a good opportunity for you. But what I would first start with is get your, get your download, then you can follow the prompts afterwards if you want to work with our team, okay? TheLastRelapseBook.com. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. In the meantime, guys, thanks for listening. Have an amazing day. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.